Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we preview the summer 2023 anime season. Hard to believe it's summer already. Is it? I feel like I've been baking in the sun for months already. Yeah, and I also feel like it's like 2016 still. Wait, what does that mean? I feel old. We're old. Oh, 2016 was the year of my marriage, Draggle. That's when you traveled to visit me. Exactly. It seems like <laughs> just yesterday. Well, it's also crazy because like the anime season for the summer always starts. I I always associate it with acts. Anime Expo, which is at the start of July for the 4th of July weekend, right? Yeah, we went there before. Yeah, we did. And it just is always like a crazy time because you're busy with the festival, you're busy with like the start of summer, all of the spring shows end and all of a sudden they throw all these summer shows at you. A lot of them shown for the first time at the convention, which I think quite a number of these were. Right. It's also the prime backpacking season, so I never have time to watch anime. But this year, there's too much snow, so, and it's too hot, so not, I've had more time than usual. Okay, well, why don't we get started with the shows from this season, starting with shows that we've dropped, or possibly shows we haven't dropped, but we think are trash. Yeah. So first is Atelier Riza. Ever, or maybe Atelier Riza? I don't know. I have no idea. Ever Darkness and the Secret Hideout, the animation. So this is the one with the thighs that everyone posts oh, on Twitter. Oh my god. It's like obsessed with this girl's thighs. That's what turned me off immediately. It was like the cameraman. I'm just thinking this man has a thigh fetish. And you just can't get enough of like the bulge between her, you know, thigh high stockings and her skirt. Oh, I'm talking even even before the show came out. Like everyone oh, really? was obsessed with her thighs. From like the promo art? No, from the video game. This is based on a video game. Oh, okay. Maybe that's another thing that was like... Why do people like this? And then I was I realized that oh there must be like loyalty from this video game. Yeah. And I, I think the the video game is better animated than the anime. Yeah, it doesn't really look that great to me. It does definitely have that fetish because the camera's constantly following that, you know, her part of her body. And I just thought it was boring and annoying. Yeah. The thighs were the best part, I'm sorry. No. I could do without the thighs, but I mean, I could do without the whole thing because it just, it just reeks, like you said, of a video game setup, right? You're in this peaceful world. You're, you're hungry for adventure. She just wants to go on an adventure. And hey, she's got a pre-made party already with her friends. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I'd rather just play the game, but I'm not going to even play the game because there are better games out there. Good, um, good choice. Good choice. Will have to convince me otherwise, but I don't think you will. No, I won't try. <laughs> okay, are you ready to move on to Classroom for Heroes? Yes. Wait, was this the isekai? I forgot. Uh, I don't it think might not have so. Been. But it's like a magic school thing, except it's pretty boring. Well, the, the premise is, I think, is that this this hero, I'm not sure, but isn't he kind of like an amalgamation of the former hero and like 
demon lord because didn't they both lose their powers or something in some battle with each other? Or is he just the hero re- uh, reborn? I have no idea. Or just weakened to what I he don't used know. to be. I don't and that's why that now he has to go. <laughs> he has to go back to school, right? For some reason, he has to go yes. back to school to a He's school of heroes. He's the at school. Yeah. And then uh, there's the Sundere girl. Who's no longer a Sundere. She had a change, remember? Uh, yes, yes. And there's <laughs> the, the quiet ninja girl. I mean, this is obviously going to turn into some kind of harem. Uh, yeah. I just thought it was pretty boring. It is. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but it's no. predictable. It's boring. Yeah, the animation is quite fluid, actually. Yeah, like I said, it, it, it looks pretty decent. If it was only, you know, actually written, interestingly. Too bad. What a shame. You're going to have to tell me about the next one because I haven't gotten around to watching it yet, but I was so disappointed by the previous season that I have zero hopes for this one. Yeah, the devil is a part-timer. Uh, this season was slightly better than the last season, but it's still pretty bad. So at least there, there is no farming arc. Well, actually, the little annoying girl did show up again at the end of the second episode. But we had a little time without her. Yeah, I would just stay away from this. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait until more is known about this particular season and you can maybe check in with me later to tell me if it's worth picking this up because I was just so disappointed with what we got last time. Okay, yeah, I'll keep you updated. The first couple episodes were better than the last season, but that's not saying much. That's not saying much. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Maybe it'll pick up. I doubt it. We'll see. Anyway, next is My Tiny Senpai. I hate it. I, hate I decided it too. to. I tried it just because you know I have a thing about I like the workplace romance, right? right. I like the you know sweet interactions between coworkers and seeing them in their day to day life right. as adults. Nah. And this one is just lewd. It's just like a fetish between like a big guy and a small his small coworker. Yeah, and I like lewd, but I did not like this one. <laughs> this one just gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like it just feels like a. HR disaster waiting to happen. Exactly. The show it reminds me of is uh, the one with like that girl who always bullies the main guy. Oh, Takagi-san? No, 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 no. The uh, the more terrible one. Nagatoro or something? Yes, yes, Nagatoro, and also Uzaki Senpai. Yeah. Uh, not my thing. No, not mine either. It just feels kind of mean. It does. Let's move on. Yes. My unique skill makes me OP even at level 1. This one was a isekai, and it was like very generic. The girl has a giant hammer, which I guess is cute, but otherwise pretty forgettable. I didn't actually get around to watching this yet, so you're telling me that I probably wouldn't even... I, no, don't you, you definitely want to like this. Okay. I was like pushing myself at the end there and sort of like saving the worst for last, you know? So right. I'm glad I, <laughs> I don't have to try this. Yeah, don't bother. Okay, good to know. What about Reign of the Seven Blades? Seven Spellblades. Well, all the, the light novel fans told me that this was going to be the best thing ever. Really? Yeah, the, just like, uh, what was that other? Well, whatever. Like like always, the next great light novel is sucked so hard. What I want to know is where is the seventh one? Because I feel like I just saw this the first episode, right? That's all I could handle. And I only counted six. So is there like some mysterious seventh main character somewhere? I couldn't even, I didn't even bother counting them. Well, even if you look at the poster, I'm pretty sure when I counted, I just counted six of them. So hmm. I don't know. 
I'm not interested enough. It's, oh, that's the one I was thinking of, Spy Classroom. It's probably just like that, where there's a secret person hiding invisible. Probably. What a twist. Too bad. We'll never find out. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually going to watch this, just so that the next time a light novel person tells me how great this is, I can, I can have evidence. Are you going to be watching this by yourself or with classy or what? I don't think it's very classy, so I guess by myself. Okay. Don't torture yourself too much if it's actually horrible. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse. Yeah, but that was probably a waste of your time. This one's a lot better than Spy Classroom so far. Okay. Yeah. All right. Speaking of worse, Rented Girlfriend Season 3. Yeah, you're alone on this, Drago. Are you going to watch this or did you drop it like you should? Of course I'm going to watch this one. Holy shit. Okay, so I'm going to admit that I couldn't even finish. Remember, I like I couldn't handle the previous season and I had to stop because it was so painful watching it right. that I just didn't even try right. this season. Yeah, so this season, uh, he's helping Chizuru do crowdfunding to make a movie so she can become an actor. So she's still pursuing the whole actress dream. Yes. Well, that's good, I suppose. What about the, uh, you know, the other horrible girl? Which one? His ex-girlfriend, the fluffy blonde girl. Oh, yeah. Uh, she hasn't actually shown up yet this season. Good! Good. Yeah, actually, there's a new girl, uh, their, their neighbor, who saw them, uh, saw them chatting. Oh, I think I remember her from the second season, right? No, I don't think she showed up yet. She, she's, like, oh. she's a new character, I'm pretty I sure. I must be thinking about... I must be thinking about like that other girl who was also doing the dating thing. She's yeah, like the, the blue-haired one. Yeah. Uh, okay. That is a different one. Well, exciting new girls, new uh, possible love interests. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's better than the second season so far, but it okay. still has room to fall even further apart. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, now that the drop trash is out of the way, shall we move on to mediocre? Yeah, I feel like this takes up the bulk of the season just because there's so many unknowns and so many shows I feel like are fairly weak on their first episode, which is all that I've seen. Yeah, that's how it usually is. Yeah. So starting with the mediocre section is Am I Actually the Strongest? This is actually another isekai. Surprise, surprise. And in this one, I'm pretty sure that he like had no idea what skills, if I recall, he didn't really know what to put his points into, right? So he ended up with... Oh, is this the Lollicon one? Is it? It's the one where he like The one where he has like reborn. a little sister. Uh yes. Is it considered a lolicon? I thought he looked at her as just a sister. I mean that's what they always say. <laughs> well, I think it's too early to call right now. Um because I, I'm, there's, af- like, other... I'm afraid. That's that's my biggest fear with this show. I think Usagi Drop did that to all of us draggles, so <laughs> Yeah. But going back, this is the one I think where like his levels were so crazy that it blew out any magical test that was done on him so that his royal family thought that he was like a zero zero level baby, right? Or something ridiculously low. So then they end up like abandoning him and he gets like raised in this other normal family. Right. When he's actually quite crazy overpowered. But he doesn't have any like known specific skill other than this ability to barrier, which is quite creative in its own way based on how he uses it. Uh, I put this mediocre because I thought it was sort of an interesting premise, but there's probably a very low chance that I'll actually finish it. But what do you think? Yeah, I think I would have put it at trash. I actually liked uh, my unique skill makes me OP even at level one. More than this? More than this. Oh, okay. Mainly because of lower lolicon risk. 
Okay, maybe I just haven't been burnt enough by the whole Lolicon thing to where, like, I still see it innocently, like, okay, she's his little sister. He'll never see her as anything more than his little sister. There are no innocent little girls in anime. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> well, anyway, hopefully I'm wrong. I hope so, too. So let's move on to Ayaka. Yeah, I didn't like this one at all. Maybe you should describe it. Man, I watched this fairly early on when I was going through my watches of the first episodes. And if I recall, this is like another island mystery kind of show, right? I think there was some mystery, yeah. They showed some sort of like scene from the past at the start where there's like a volcano or something that went off. And it has something to do with like magic and dragons and all that. (laughs) But the disaster that occurred... I don't know if it was a natural disaster or like a magical natural disaster with the dragon and the volcano happening at the same time. Anyways, it separates these kids. We like start with these like two kids. Uh, And at first I thought they were brothers. And then you find out later that no, they were just like raised together under like the same master, some magical master who passed away with this volcano thing that happened, which turns out to be like the main character's biological dad. And so the when he comes of age, is his dad? No, no, the guy who was confronting the dragon at the volcano, I think, was oh, his dad. Okay, who was everyone's like teacher, magical teacher. I'm remembering this one now. I thought it was a BL. Is it? Is it? I haven't gotten any vibes of that yet. Just like the main character looks hot, so I thought it must be a BL. You can have hot guys in other shows that are not BL draggle. Hmm. 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 Anyways, uh, yeah, so he gets sent away for some stupid, weird reason. So then he grows up as an orphan, which I think is horrible. But supposedly there's a good reason for that. But anyways, he comes of age, like when he graduates middle school, he has to be brought back to the island and like reintroduced into this world to where, you know, he discovers other people with strange powers like him. And that's all I saw. Yeah, I was bored out of my mind. You were bored? I wasn't bored. I was just kind of, like, angry on his behalf after, like, them sending him out to grow up by himself. So I'm kind of interested in, like, how he's going to integrate back into this life that was behind him that he had basically forgotten about. But chances are low. Okay. So you're going to keep watching it? Maybe. Okay. Good luck. Did you watch Dark Gathering? I did. This is the one where there's, like, that creepy little girl. With the creepy eyes. Yes. And she can see things in the world around them. Creepy, dark things. (laughs) But she's not really the main character, is she? I I thought the guy was the main character. And the guy can also see things. The guy is very forgettable. And she's not, so... Yeah, she's also, like, the poster child of everything. So she does always get put, like, in the front of artwork. Even though I'm pretty sure, like, we start with the guy. And we meet her through him. Right, right. What else is there to say about this? Like, they're just confronting the supernatural. I think she's sticking with him because for some reason, they seem to be attracted to him. Yeah, the the monster is like him. And she seems to like capturing malevolent spirits and like trying to force them to fight one another. So she ends up with like an even stronger spirit. It's weird. Yeah, this, this one is just not my thing. I kind of like these d- darker, messed up shows. Like, I liked Hell Girl, you know? <laughs> So I might continue with this if I get sort of into that summer horror bent craving, but not is sure. It, is we'll it actually see. like scary though? Because it, it's it's kind of cute at the same time. It's like cute, morbid cute. Yeah. I think there are times where yeah. it is actually quite messed up. Yeah. And the art, like graphics, it can be quite disturbing. 
So it kind of crosses those lines of hmm. cute and horror. <laughs> as weird as that sounds. Okay. Well, hopefully it turns out well. Okay. Thank you. Uh, next is the Dreaming Bright is a Realist. This is like the Ori Geiger knockoff of the season. Yeah. You like this? I mean, I put it in mediocre. <laughs> I think I had it lower, didn't I? You did. You did. <laughs> And I, I completely agree with your, your criticism that it's very creepy because yeah, it is creepy. the main character is a stalker who gives up and then the girl is suddenly interested in him. It's like she actually liked his stalkerness, yes. right? That's what it's implying is that she misses it. She misses his creepy attention, exactly. him going over and beyond what just a normal crush should be. And now she wants it back. Yes. That's a really messed up. Unfortunately, this show, like, looks-wise, I think it looks quite nice. Yes, it does. That's why I'm kind of annoyed. Not kind of. I'm really annoyed at it because I want to like it. I want to think the romance is cute. But, like, the circumstances behind it, it's just no. No. I agree. Which is what makes me interested because I'm like, how how much worse can they fuck this up? Okay, you're going to have to tell me, because I'm assuming you're going to continue watching it. Yeah, I'm going to keep watching this one. It's fucked up, Draggle. Yes, that's why I like it. Do you have anything else to add about this fucked up show? Uh, no. Uh. If, if you like <laughs> fucked up shows, you might like this one. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, well, let's move on to a show that you had actually put down fairly low, but I pushed up out of my own interest called The Gene of AI. Yeah, this one... Well, the first episode, there's a doctor... And this world has, uh, like, robots who look like humans, basically. Humanoids. Yeah, humanoid robots. And this doctor can do stuff on them. And it's basically the uh, the Star Trek teleporter problem, where uh, this woman, like, is has this uh, disease, but she could copy herself and... Uh, make another robot which has like all her memories and it'll seem exactly like her to everybody else uh, but then yeah. she, then she decides not to do it until she dies I don't even know if she wanted to be brought back I, I feel like her husband and child did that without her consent but yeah that's it's not like it's not like she'd know right exactly quite possible so why did you put this so low I thought it was interesting it's interesting, but I feel I felt like the anime like didn't actually focus on the interesting parts. Hmm. From the first episode alone. From the first episode, yeah. I I was I was probably a bit harsh on it. I think you tend to be on this kind of area just because it's closer to your ex- expertise. I think. Yeah, I I think it like did have some interesting questions, but I'd, mm-hmm. I I I don't think the the anime was particularly well made. I guess my question is like, what did you find interesting that you wish it had focused on, and what did you think it actually focused on? Oh, I wish it focused more on like, oh, like, is, is this actually the same person kind of thing? I thought they did. Like, I thought that was the whole point about why she was conflicted about being brought back. Yeah, yeah. That was like the emotional punch, is that... She realized that, like, every little thing that she had experienced, even though you would think it's a week, it's just a week that she's losing. But, like, with the whole reaction with the daughter to the food. Right, yeah, that she had so cooked. exactly. She, like, but is it, even if she didn't lose any time, I, I think the time loss isn't the interesting part. It's, like, is this, this brought back person, like, actually her? 
I think that still is the concern. They're just using that week as like a step, like a, a step to get you there. Something that is relatable and emotional. Yeah, I guess so. Or, I mean, I made that connection. I was like, oh, well, obviously you shouldn't be bringing people back. This is the acceptance of death. And maybe they've forgotten about that because this is a humanoid, right? Not a real human. And it's like they're copying themselves. So it's still them, right? I don't know. I'll stick with it just because I'm able to let go. And I didn't think it looked bad. I've watched shows that look worse visually than this. And I thought it was a little bit more thought-provoking than a lot of the other ones that we just talked about and dropped. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a more thought-provoking topic. But I don't know. I didn't have much confidence in it based on the first episode. Have okay, you well, I'll continue with episode? it. No, I haven't. Have you? No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll try to continue with this because I do find it intriguing. And if it turns out better, I can let you know. Okay, great. So the next one, The Great Cleric, was another one that you had sort of dropped and then I raised up because I didn't think it was that bad for an isekai. But why did you put it so low? I thought it was that bad for an isekai. (laughs) So the premise here is that this is an isekai guy and uh, he, I don't even know, what was his previous life? I don't remember. I think he was just like some regular worker, right? Some salary man. Uh, And he gets reborn, obviously. And he has no idea what to choose, except he wants to sort of help people. And I think he becomes a healer. I think that was the circumstance. I don't know why he chose that. A cleric. Yeah. Presumably soon he'll become a great cleric. Yeah, but this world seems to have like an issue with predatory healthcare. (laughs) That's why I cracked up and like thought it was sort of entertaining. I was like, hmm, this feels like commentary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> predatory healthcare systems hmm. i wonder if this is commentary on american healthcare or is it more on like social healthcare you know I- i'm not quite sure yet so yeah uh i just laughed at it so i don't think i'll continue with this like maybe i'll give it a couple more episodes if i'm bored which mm-hmm. i highly doubt but it did well enough to make me laugh okay so to be clear like were you laughing at the show, what the show is trying to tell you? Or were you like more reading between the lines and laughing? It might have been the second one. I'm not sure. <laughs> like, okay. I feel like it, do you think it's telling me that or am I looking too far in between? I mean, maybe, but I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious, their reactions to this like guy trying to help them when they like, you know, don't want to be preyed upon by these terrible healers. Yeah. I, I honestly kind of already <laughs> lost most of my interest by that point because it had okay. the whole going to the guild and registering and taking classes and meeting the different cute girls and it had already worn out its welcome by the time we yeah. got there. I think you're a little right though. I, I must have watched like the beginning of the second episode because I think it's not till the start of the second episode that he successfully heals these injured fighters. Right. They okay. like imply at the end of the first episode, but... Okay, yeah. so maybe it uh, it's getting better. Maybe, but we probably, neither of us will be around to tell. No, I'm not going to watch this one. Okay, so the next one, actually the next couple are all you. Oh, really? Okay. Well, level one, Demon Lord and one Room Hero. Uh, the hero defeated the Demon Lord. Now he's become uh, impoverished living in an apartment. The, the demon uh, lord comes back to get revenge, but she, like, reincarnated at level one. Wait, I did watch this. She looks weird now. Yeah, she looks like a little kid. She looks like a, yeah, fantastical, magical little kid. Yeah. 
and instead of getting revenge on him, she feels bad for him. So they move in together. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, uh, I thought it was an interesting premise, and it, it it's it's kind of grown on me on the later episodes where like his successful friends come by, but they they've become successful by like becoming leaders of the country and starting wars and stuff. And he doesn't want anything to do with that. Exactly. Okay. And they they keep trying to recruit him to like fight in the war against the understandable. Other and he's like, no. Yeah. So I, did I, my, I, I did my time. Yeah. I actually thought it's kind of interesting in that way. Yeah, I actually would probably watch this if I already didn't feel overwhelmed by other shows because it did seem interesting. I thought the humor was quirky in a like the kind of cheesy way that I like. Right. Uh, it's just yeah, there is too many too much else that I want to watch for this to be a priority. Yeah, I I definitely sympathize with that. It's it's not at the top of my list either. I saw this and I thought, huh, I'd rather watch this than Maosama. And uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, this one actually looks more interesting than that demon lord and baby. Oh my gosh, let's not talk about the baby. <laughs> but the one here, the one here is more entertaining. Yes, for sure, for sure. So I'll, I'll keep watching it. Okay, I'll check with you about it. Yeah, next is Masamune Kun's Revenge. I can't believe this is getting a sequel. This is from, I was going like, to ask. This is a sequel. Yeah, right? this is a sequel. But the first one was a long time ago. like It looks like the first one was from tw- 2017. Exactly. 2017. Uh, but anyway, this was the one. There was the chubby kid, and he thought he was bullied for being chubby, but he wasn't. Lots of misunderstandings and who will he end up with kind of thing. It wasn't great, but it's decent. Is that what the R stands for? Because it's called Masamune Kun's Revenge R. What is that? I have no idea. <laughs> like, like romance? Was the first season romance at all? I think uh, you would call this a romance, but I wouldn't say it was romantic. Wait a minute. Now that I'm looking into it, I watched the first season. I skipped this because I thought I hadn't seen the first season. Okay. Well, will you watch it now that you know? Now that I know what, you tell me. Should I watch it? If you like the first one. I don't remember. Like I said, it was too long ago. I don't remember. If you don't remember, I think that means you didn't like the first one. <laughs> maybe. Hmm. But you must have not hated it either. For me to watch it. Or maybe I was masochistic at that time like you and just maybe. forced myself. Maybe. Anyway, it started off with they're in France for some reason and they meet some French girl. Is she going to be part of his harem? I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, it's me. Me. Next is the most heretical last boss queen from villainous to savior. That's right. You watch this one? Of course I watch this one. We always watch these ones. Yes. It's it's another villainous. That's another reborn isekai. She is reborn as the villainous. And once again, she needs to try to not die like the story wants her to. Yeah, well, the story doesn't seem to be trying too hard in this one, but uh, yeah. So I, I always like these ones. This one's no exception. Yeah, another uh, better quality than you would expect. Why is it always these ones that seem better than just like your standard fair isekai? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but she's charming. I'm interested in this world. I want to know what's going to happen to her. Yeah, I'm watching till the end. Same. 
the next one i am not sweet reincarnation i'm gonna be honest i only watched this because you recommended it i'm pretty sure so i tried hey, it hey, i don't think i recommended it i said i'm it you said you might food. like it uh-huh because it involves food and you like everything with food I don't like everything with food. There are quite a number of things with food that I thought were pretty bad and ended up dropping. And this is high chance of dropping if I even watch the second episode. We'll see. But the whole premise behind this person's death, which again, like the title says, it is a reincarnation, another isekai. This famous patisserie chef dies to his own creation, which collapses on him, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> Remember that episode of uh, Yakitate Japan where the guy- Which one? The guy was inside the cake, and he had I think to so. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was just, like, appalled that they would even craft up this horrific way of dying, but it's definitely memorable. Because <laughs> it's, like, all made of sugar, right? Imagine how hard, heavy that was, all that sugar. <laughs> Enough to kill this guy. And uh, he is reborn as a child, obviously, and they all have weird names. Like, I don't remember his name, but they're all, like, food-oriented, which, yeah. I think his dad's name was, like, Casserole or something weird. Uh, So, yeah, he obviously wants to grow up and cook for people. They should steal this idea for a sugar apple fairy tale. Have uh, Jonas steal a cake, and then it collapses on him, and he dies. (laughs) Uh, that's actually, is that on this list? Uh, no, because I dropped it. Same, wait, maybe we should have put that on the dropped, but it turns out you and I, neither of us are watching that one. Big surprise after that disastrous <laughs> first season. And this one looks even more boring than that, even though probably a little safer on the topic side. Yeah, yeah, this was terrible first episode. So let's move on to the last entry of this section, Sinduality Noir. This is all you? This one has robots, so of course okay. I'm watching it. Actual robots or like humanoids? Uh, like ones with pilots. Okay. Yeah. I had mixed feelings about the first episode. Like it, there, there are some good points. It seems like an interesting world. The animation's pretty good. But it also feels like a bit generic for a giant robot show. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this one could really go either way. But I, I mean, think I like robot potential. shows, like fighting robot shows, you know, mm-hmm. but they do need to be pretty creative story-wise. It can't just be battling. Yeah, it's not just battling. And this, okay. this one's not just battling, but it, it's like, what, what will set it apart from the other robot shows? Still undecided, huh? Still undecided. Okay. But we'll see. Okay, okay that's the mediocre shows. Next is Promising. And I'll start out with what I just watched before this recording. Uh, the first episode of The Duke of Death and His Maid Season 2. I watched the first season, which I thought was the most adorable show, Romance. And I'm going to watch this one, uh, which is more of the same. It looks like it's, it starts off right where it left off, and it's still cute. Are you watching this? No, I actually dropped this one. Mainly because I read the manga, and I, I honestly kind of got tired of the, the manga. Yeah, is it just too much of the same, or there's no... And- or is yeah, there no progress? It's, or? it's just going on way too long, I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how long I'll stick with it. If it keeps being cute like this and if it can hold my interest, I, I hope so. But for now, I like them. I would really like to see some progress on his front because right now the premise is still the same. He can't touch anything without it dying, right? Yeah. Including the girl. 
I think you'll be stuck with that for a while. <laughs> no, I would really like it if the season showed like some actual progress on that front. And if he actually became closer with his family, that would be nice. Okay. Well, you might get some progress in that regard. We'll see. Next is the girl I like forgot her glasses. I actually thought this was really cute and it's been growing on me uh, in the episode two and episode three. It's like a high school romance, but they're they're very cute, I think. Even though the premise is very stupid. Yeah, I dropped it just because I'm not really interested in high, high school romances right now. Just feels a little juvenile for what I want at the moment. And I thought that I didn't really like the visuals, honestly, at the start, like the weird camera angles, perspectives. Yeah, the first episode at the start, it looked terrible. But yeah. I think in episodes two and three, they uh, held back a bit. Yeah, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah, I think at least when they when they have like just shots of the the characters, it looks pretty pretty good sometimes. The the premise here is is that she keeps forgetting her glasses, so she has to like share shit with him, right? Yeah, exactly. The premise okay. is very stupid. Okay. <laughs> As someone who wears glasses, like this is completely incomprehensible to me. How you yeah. could ever forget your glasses, much less do it every day. I mean, same, right? Like, it's on my nightstand. It's the first thing I reach for in the morning. It's the last thing I let go of at night. Yeah, I I wouldn't walk out of my bed without noticing I can't see anything. (laughs) Right? Yeah. (laughs) What's wrong with this girl? There's obviously something deeper than just this title. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe she's doing it just unintentionally so she can flirt with him. Exactly. You'll have to tell me. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you know. The next one is a show that I also dropped called Hulk, but you, you dropped raised Hulk. it up. How did you drop Hulk? I'm just not in the mood for this humor and this art style. Like, I can see, I'm going to admit, I can see why it's interesting. I can see why people would like it. I'm just not in the mood for this kind of humor right now. Okay. I'm in the mood for this kind of humor. Okay. You promote this for people. This is like a very dumb sort of humor. Where the main character is like this super strong human, but he and he's in a competition to be the demon, demon king, and uh, this this uh, other demon she tries to prevent him by like cheating, uh, and he does all these ridiculous things to become the demon lord. Like he he uh, stacked a house of cards, and he uh, like jumped over the lake. So it's it's very uh like how do you say like crude not not crude it's like a physical slapstick kind of humor oh yeah it's definitely slapstick yeah uh so i i really liked like the start yeah i thought the humor was pretty amusing i don't know how much how long i could handle it and i wasn't really in the mood for it but like i said i i can see why people would like this yeah so i like it uh the next one also i liked for its humor liar liar fucking hated this one but go ahead well i I think the reasons you fucking hated it are the reasons i liked it so maybe you should (laughs) go ahead no 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 you say why you like this show you try to describe it okay so this is really really stupid where uh the the main character he it's basically he he goes to this island which is like uh the index academy island uh except instead of like competing with their grades and stuff they compete to be the strongest at cell phone games more or less 
and it's like in elementary school foursquare it's like a game is made by kids where the people who are winning the game they just like add different rules that make them win even more as they go along so the people who are already ahead like have all these cheating skills and the main character like he accidentally defeats the strongest girl on his first day at school uh, because she like gets sprayed by the sprinkler and then he has to for various reasons uh, lie to everyone on the island and pretend that he's the strongest even though he he just came there yesterday and it turned out the girl was also lying and she was like substituting for someone who got kidnapped so it's this very very stupid convoluted setup where they have to uh, fight each other at these dumb cell phone games yeah, the whole confrontation between him and the girl was just so far-fetched, and I just wanted to fucking shake the girl. I thought she was so stupid. And then exactly. when he, like, is sort of forced that situation, which I feel like he was, uh, then he is, like, completely stupid with not just coming out with the truth. Like, I just, I just hate them. Exactly. That's what I like about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Dragon. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. Okay, Dex is one that you liked and I hated. What? The masterful cat is depressed again today is like the cutest thing. This is what I wanted. Like I wanted this like successful career oriented woman. That's not what we got in uh, that other that other one we talked about that we dropped my little senpai or something. I don't remember. Right. But my tiny senpai. This one, she's like a successful office worker. She looks like she's fulfilled in life. But hey, she's got a cat that she had rescued and took home. But then he, like, grew up into a human-sized cat, like, a gigantic human-sized cat. And he's basically her house husband, except physically, thank God. <laughs> he just, like, cooks for her, cleans for her, takes care of her. He's great. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> what do you mean? It's just, like, domesticity at home. It's just domestic bliss. It's beautiful. Oh, interesting. What do you I, I love, like, their cute little interactions. He, like, looks out for her. Okay, come on, Draggle. Are you telling me you wouldn't like to come home to something like this? No, I'd be scared. It's a giant cat <laughs> in an apron. <laughs> but she, like, raised him from kittenhood, so it's like, you know, she knows him. She It's, like, even more creepy. She, like, raised a slave. Okay, well, I guess you could see it that way. I can see why that would be creepy to you. But I guess I didn't see it that way because it's a cat. <laughs> And he could, like, leave her anytime he wants. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just can't get over the giant human-sized cat. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't want this to turn into some weird romance, because that would just, that would, no. <laughs> that would that ruin would it for even me. even more terrifying. I just want them to forever be friends. That's all I want. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. This, this show just kind of scares me. <laughs> Are you threatened by large pussies, Dragon? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> it was like a male cat. I like how like that time when he was cleaning the rug and then he just like flops over the rug on the rail and the kid's like, Mom, look, it's a bear rug. <laughs> She's like, oh, I haven't seen the bears around here before. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you like it. I hope it, <laughs> it keeps going strong. <laughs> yeah, we can, uh, we can move on to the next weird one. Uh, reborn as a vending machine, I now wander the dungeon. This is, like it sounds, this guy is reborn into the object that he apparently loves, which is a Japanese vending machine. But I, I think the vending machine is much cuter than the cat. I'm sorry. The vending machine is, is cute. It has, like, the large anime eyes. Yeah. He can, like, make products. He can change what, what he, like, offers to people. Yeah. 
the whole premise of this surprised me with how creative and how entertaining that actually was. Yeah, this one sounds like it should be so stupid, right? It sounds the premise sounds even dumber, dumber than liar liar. It's very stupid premise, but it's like legitimately good, not not stupid good like liar liar. I am genuinely curious like how this is going to go because the girl cracks me up too. She's like super strong, but also complete kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but she's got a good heart, you know. Yeah, she has good heart. Yeah, it's a very like wholesome, uplifting show. Except if you think about the fact that he like he has no choice but to take their money continuously while they are like basically addicted to his goods. Oh well, in episode three, he he gives everyone free goods as a part. Oh, I wonder if that's like a vending machine thing where they have like a lottery thing that you can win. Oh, that's also in a later episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I I really like this one. <laughs> I've only seen one episode so far. So okay, I'm at like three, and it's, it's still going strong. All right, that's promising. Yeah. Okay, the next one I'm sure you hate, Tenpuru. I hate it. I watched it simply to show it to Kewu because when he grew up, I don't know how old he was, but he apparently liked Love Hina. Yeah, everyone liked Love Hina. Yeah. So I, I showed this to him thinking that that would be like interesting to him. No, neither of us can take it. Neither of us are going to watch this. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of the manga because it's by the author of Grand Blue. One of my mm-hmm. other favorites, mm-hmm. which had a terrible anime. I was going to say, do you remember what happened with that anime? I do remember. But this one is, I think it was a decent first episode. Okay. So I'm going to stick with it. Although I mainly put it in promising to be optimistic, not based okay. on the past results. I hope you don't get burned, Draggle. I think I will get burned, but I hope I don't as well. Next is Johanne the Parhelian Sunshine in the Mirror. Are you watching? I tried to like this because I feel like it's very well made and I should like it. So of course I watched, it's well made. <laughs> I watched the first three episodes. Oh, wow. It's more than me. But then I dropped it. Okay. I only watched one episode. And you know what? I added this without even realizing I didn't recognize the girl. I, uh, I just like added it, whatever. And then when I started watching it, I was like, wait a minute. She looks familiar. Oh, this name. Oh, those characters. So it's obviously connected to the Love Live franchise, the Love Live Sunshine franchise. Yeah. It's Johanne, you know, it's from my, her point of view, how see she's the world. My second favorite Love Life. Yeah. I liked this one, too. I actually did like Sunshine. Um, I'm going to stick with this because I like Johanne as a character. I think it's hilarious seeing the world from her point of view. And yeah, I'm just curious where we'll go from here. Good. Yeah. Good. I feel like I should like it, but I, I just got bored. Oh. It was boring. That's not good. It's too too happy and wholesome for me. Oh, okay. I like happy and wholesome, Draggle. I know, I know. I think you'll like this one. Okay. Well, let's move on to the last in this category called Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead. Uh, yeah, this was really good for this episode. Very well made. I've only seen one episode. What about you? I've also only seen one episode. Yeah, I uh, was quite impressed with this. The... The depression around the constant work life was too real, man. That was yeah. that was really depressing. And I can see now why, like, everyone became zombies. I mean, it, it kind of was like a zombie existence he had, right? Right. But then everyone became zombies, which I don't know how that happened. I guess we're going to find out. But the whole, like, thing about his... Uh, the girl that he liked, his coworker, <laughs> that whole cool circumstance at the end of the episode was just perfect. Yeah, that was really well done. Yeah. Yeah, my only concern with this one is the rest of the show is going to be totally different. 
What makes you say that? Oh, because I've read the manga. Oh, okay. So they had this set up, but then it mostly becomes like a pretty cheerful show where he goes and checks off his bucket list of things he wants to do. I mean, that's in the title, right? And we see that at the very end of the episode where he like makes his way out of town and he's yeah. just excited to check off his list. So yeah. I had a feeling it was going to be a pretty happy show, like weirdly happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in this world. Based on the first episode, it might not seem that way. Yeah. Oh, okay. We are on to our last category. Well, is this the last category? Um, the most exciting category, perhaps? Starting with Horimiya, The Missing Pieces, which is a sequel to a season that I loved. I loved these high school romances. Here's like an actual high school show that I'm into, just because all the characters are interesting. Their interactions are real. It's very cleverly written. And I'm figuring this is going to be more of the same. Yeah, I dropped this one. I thought you liked the first season. Did I? <laughs> yeah, I thought like you thought the various couples were entertaining. I guess I did. So I think it's like, it is a little harsh how they just like drop you back in where we started with very little like fanfare. They just like assume that you remember people. Yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe you're right. Maybe I should give it a second chance. I think you would actually like it if you stuck with it. You just need to like get back into remembering these characters. I think the problem is like, I already read the manga of this as well. I should stop reading <sighs> Well, maybe you should just like it's not my, watch my, my character fly. It's not a character fly. I just you have expectations, or it's like it also sort of ruins the surprise. You know, there's a lot of enjoyment in surprises. Exactly, I I need the surprise enjoyment, but hopefully it's good. Now that I'm thinking so. more about it, the first season was pretty good, so maybe I should just watch it. Yes, there's the spirit. Okay, we can move on to Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Are you watching this? I dropped this one. Of course you are. It's too much, like, action for you, right? Exactly. Yeah, this one, I didn't read the manga either. I just have no interest. I assume if you like the first season, you will be interested in the second season, but viewers will want to know that this is actually a prequel, like a far prequel. And it's not with the characters you remember. The main characters that you remember aren't even here yet because this is centering on, what's the dude's name? Their teacher's name, the white-haired dude, when he was a student. And it shows, like, his, his best friend, his rival who ends up being like a villain in the main series so yeah how they got started what they're like when they were younger that kind of story so i'm interested i've always liked like the this world and the way it handles like the supernatural and i'm gonna watch it nice hope you enjoy it i do too and i'm certain that we're both enjoying the next one yes finally one we agree on mushoku tensei of course a masterpiece this is a masterpiece. I can't believe you have the good enough taste to appreciate Mushoku Tensei. That just shows how strongly writing his Drago. Like, yeah. I even told you, like, at the start, I hated his character, right? I thought right. he was a lewd bastard. But he is the a writing, lewd bastard. But they made him a compelling character. And exactly. we got to see him change. Like, he truly changed with, like, parts of him remained the same. Yeah. Exactly. But he learned some valuable lessons. He went through some horrible experiences and it changed him, I think, for the better. And it's unfortunate that he had to experience these things. But, like, I am 100% in to see, like, what Rudeus is going to do with his future. Yes. And it's such a well-made anime. It is. And I'm also, like, curious. Like, now we get to see what happened with Sylphie. Now that uh, Eris is sort of out of the picture for now. Um, I'll always like her. I'll always like those characters that we saw. But right now that chapter's closed. And we're focusing on him and Sylphie. And, yeah, I'm excited. People always compare this to Shield Hero. But I really think they're, they're nothing alike. (laughs) 
Well, I can't say that because I haven't watched that, and I don't ever plan to. Yeah, but you can tell from the first episode. Okay. Yeah, this one is like, this is actually such a well-written show, and I think people who like shut the door on it after the first episode, like they totally missed out. I agree. It's not too late for you all to try it. The ketchup on the treasure that is Mushoku Tensei, please. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the next one I plan to try, as long as you like give me some good vibes, but it's called My Happy Marriage. And this is on Netflix. Surprisingly, they are releasing a currently airing show episode by episode. But why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, this was actually my favorite first episode. And really? Yeah. You will definitely like this one. Okay. So it's... uh. Well, I, I don't think I, I'm really going to spoil it because you'll find out like at the very start. But um, the main character, she she's like the, uh, yeah, she's, she's the daughter of the ex-wife who died, I guess. And she gets like bullied by her stepmother and her father is like useless. Okay. So she, she basically is like a servant at her own house. Mm. And she, this, this uh, like nice eligible bachelor has a crush on her and wants to get married with her and it's like her only hope to get out this is like in the 1920s or 30s i I don't know exactly so the parents decide the marriage and his dad uh won't let him marry her and he instead has to marry her sister what okay yeah and oh and her sister bullies her too but this sounds like such drama holy shit yeah and then she ends up marrying this other guy who like is rumored to be a, a kind of bad guy and the, the the boy who likes her is like really upset but his father convinces him like this is the best he can do to make his family be okay and also to get her out of her current house because otherwise she probably wouldn't get married at all and she just stayed there as their servant right uh, so anyway the first episode ends with uh she she met the guy the guy that she married I'm going to assume, based on this title, that he is not as bad as he seems and that they'll actually have a happy marriage. I hope. Yeah, I think he's not as bad as he seems, but he's also not that good either. Yeah, but there's room for... You always want to be able to change them for the better, right? (laughs) Certainly he'll change for her. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. Okay, I'll try this out. I'm excited. Yeah, so anyway, just a really well-made first episode. Very, very emotional. Uh, the next one is a very cutesy one, St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. I don't know like what religion these people are, because I don't think it has much to do with Christianity. <laughs> I think it's, it's a made-up religion. Yeah, but anyway, the, the saint is some... Yeah, stupid I don't know. The saint girl. has is some stupid girl who has a crush on the pastor. Stupid lazy saint. Yeah, stupid lazy. I, I just thought it was pretty cute. Uh-huh. But I think you felt differently. I'm not the biggest fan of like organized religions, and I think it's like really creepy that like the worship that he has for her as a like she's a human basically, but a saint figure. Like why okay. is she in, a saint? What in makes defense her a saint? of organized religion, I don't think this has anything to do with any religion. <laughs> no, but it's like the idea of it, and like how his life circles around what he was told that he needs to like take care of, and like who is she? What makes her a saint? She's actually really like lazy like you saw she's two-faced she like shows one face to everyone else and then she's like her lazy self in front of him which i guess is like natural i suppose but it just like to me it stinks of it and i don't like it that's what makes her cute being two-faced that's all for you then okay and finally is undead murder farce which i kept reading as face when i first saw this 
which yeah. is basically the same anyways because it is just ahead. Exactly. Probably intentional. Uh, how many episodes have you seen of this? I only saw two. Okay, I've only seen one, so you're a little ahead of me. I'm assuming that the second one is either a time skip or they actually do, like, leave. Um, I mean, I thought it was, like, old Japan or something at the start. Yeah, so actually the second episode was not at all what I expected. Mm-hmm. I figured there would be a big change. They left Japan. Right. And now they've become, like, detectives, and they're solving mysteries involving other monsters. Well, I figured that would be the case based on, like, the promo stuff that I saw before. Like, I watched a trailer. It seemed like it was going to be sort of a murder mystery kind of thing. Okay. I had no idea. And they got to, like, figure out who took her body, right? So that'll probably lead them on a path of, like, other mysteries. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that. So I I really liked the first episode. I did, too. I'm less sold on this uh, murder mystery of the week thing. You know that that makes me even more interested, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was surprised that you didn't like this one much. Because I, I, I think I moved this one up like a couple of levels. Oh, because like the start was obviously set up and I knew that they were going to be changing settings. So it was like too early for me to like really tell. I think I'll probably uh, really like it by the second episode, which is like the reverse of you and I. Yeah. The second episode, I didn't like it as much, but it seems like what you would like. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. But it, it was still quite good, so I'm, I'm going to keep watching. Cool. Let's move on to one more that neither of us can say much of because neither of us have been able to watch it yet. It's out complete on Netflix, and it's called Oku, The Inner Chambers. Uh, I told Draggle this because I, I did see the trailer for this, which it basically looks like there was like some sickness that like killed off a bunch of men. So now they are a rare commodity, and women rule the world, and they uh, choose carefully which men they decide to breed with. <laughs> so... I think you and I are actually both interested because in it, it looks nice. Yeah, it sounds good. I always like the uh, imperial palace yeah. harem. Reverse stories. all the roles. Yeah, so I'm, I'm down. I'll give it a try. Me too. And the one other, there's one show that's ongoing from the previous season. I think only one. I'm surprised, but yeah, there's just one. Yeah, Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts, which I think I'm like the only person watching this, but it's actually yeah, really me. good. Yeah. I still haven't gotten around to watching it, but I remember you telling me I should try it. Yeah, you you would like it. Like, it's a show for little kids, basically. Mm-hmm. But it's good. Cool. And that rounds out our summer season preview. You excited for the season? Yeah, I think I am, actually. There, there's quite a few shows that I'm looking forward to. Same. There wasn't, like, quite as much of a hype as I got last season with Oshinoko. Remember, like, that premiere just, like, smacked me over the head. I was just in <laughs> awe. So I didn't have one of those moments here, but there are quite a number of shows. You haven't watched My Happy Marriage yet, so You're right. it could still happen. Do you think it'll blow me away like Oshinoko did? Come on, I think that it's first really good, episode. It's not not as like an entertaining story as Oshinoko. Yeah. It might be more dramatic and you know make me cry more. We'll see. Yeah. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag KaisaCanimePodcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Coon and at MarinaBNB. Listen to and review us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. Thanks for listening. See you next time.